with Ryan Reese. This is Live with Ryan Reese. Call now, 1-888-564-6173. Or post your questions using the hashtag LiveRyanReese on his Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook. Oh, yeah. Another Saturday night with my good friends and family. Back in the house. <laughs> That's right. Sean McKeon and Melinda Reese. Melinda is not my wife. She is <laughs> Thank my, goodness. Thank God. I can never do it. I don't know how my brother does it. She's so loud. Knowing. She's <laughs> and I don't even need a mic. <laughs> really. You don't have a mic. That's the thing. So... A lot of you guys have been listening, and we know we've got some DMs saying, how come Melinda doesn't have social media? Well, today is the day that the <laughs> Lord has made. She actually has a social media. Can yes. you please give it out? Spell it out for some, for the people. My social media is Melinda Reese, M-E-L-Y-N-D-A and Reese, R-I-E-S. Melinda so, Reese, that's social right. media. That is on Instagram, exclusive for the young people. Exactly. (laughs) I want your questions. I want to pray with you. And I just want to lead you and guide you in any way I can. So follow me, write to me, call in, whatever it takes. I'm here. And when you send your um, DMs or emails or whatever it is to her, we will, uh, she can respond immediately to you, or we could take stuff on the radio airwaves, as well as when you respond to, Sean McKeon or myself, um, people DM me or they send me emails and we basically take them on the air. And we also do a call-in where you could call in like right now if you're driving down the highway and uh, you're struggling with your faith. Or maybe um, you're just going through a a situation in your life. You need some uh, words of encouragement. You know, we don't really – we give our opinion based on the scriptures. We like to back everything up of what, what God's word says. But, um, yeah, you could call in right now if you want at 888-564-6173, 888-564-6173. This is live with Ryan Reese and in studio, Sean McKeon and Melinda Reese, which is not my wife, <laughs> just to be clear. <laughs> Well, now you get a little too crazy because now we're getting offended. (laughs) I get it. We shouldn't be married and we're not married. But do you have to say it so many times? I love Melinda (laughs) and I love her family. And that is amazing. And I'm just glad that she's here. I've known Ryan since he's been in junior high. That's pretty crazy. That's well, I'm trying time. to think when we went to Mammoth. Wait, okay, I was 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 that was sixth, grade? sixth grade or was it had to be sixth? Yeah, but yeah, sixth grade I think. Sixth grade is when I first met you, Mammoth. But then I started coming to your house, not for you. We had to be in <laughs> junior high because <laughs> I hope not. I was in sixth grade. <laughs> that was a long time ago because that that's was... when we used to ski. Yeah, exactly. And then when when high school hit, that's when snowboarding actually right. came into style. Yeah. So wow. But I'm super excited about the show because we're actually, like, just wanting people to call in and ask their questions. Because sometimes I think when we have a topic that people get so involved Mm -hmm. in listening to what we have to say that they don't call in. Right. Because they're listening. They don't want to miss out on anything, you know? And there's a lot of things that people go through, and that's why we started the show. You know, one of the key things that we started saying early, every voice matters. And we know because we get the feedback throughout the week. We hear people um, that are listening to it all over the place. A guy um, instant messaged me the other day. He was saying that he listens from um, 
the Philippines all the time. Wow. It's like crazy. Uh, it's just an amazing to hear that. And we do love to hear from you. And maybe it's sometimes just having a question. Maybe it's a comment. You want us to chop up a topic. Mm-hmm. Um, we're, we're open, man. And that's why we've been given this hour just to, to do that and want to connect with you. And then the real issues, you know, you might be struggling with something. You might have some really um, uh, hard difficulties that you're facing. We want to help you and guide you um, through that so you don't feel like you're all alone. That's why we're here on these Saturday nights. And, for example, here's one question. We're, let's read question one that we okay. – that someone uh, – some guy – I'm not going to give out names. This guy emailed me, though, and um, Do you he basically me sent it? me this question. Yeah. <laughs> I just noticed his okay. name right there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> don't read that. Okay. <laughs> so um, he's 16, and he has a problem with porn. Uh, He was recently saved and tried to quit porn for a while. Unfollowed all his accounts with hot girls and all that, but kept slipping. He watched your I Am Second video where you talked about that, and he wants to know how he can stop watching porn because he would love a closer walk with the Lord. But it's hard when you have that problem. We have that addiction. It's more or less an addiction. Well, we are uh, created with a sex drive. Mm-hmm. And then what happens is, um, you know, we we get this question a lot. We do. This is a very common question, and we'll answer it again because there's the whole all new listeners listening right. to this question, and there's a lot of people that have actually heard us talk about this question before, but they slipped right back into it. Exactly. You know, because we are in a culture and uh, where there's it's very um, a lot of sex being pushed out through social media. Everything is so sensual. Yes, and even when you listen to music. Yep. The stuff that they're talking about, it's like watching, you know, right. a, a porn or something. Mm-hmm. It's like it's it's gnarly the the day right. and age that, that we live in. But I can tell you this, the first thing he said is he says, I unfollowed all the accounts with hot girls and all that. So that's a great start. Mm-hmm. Because if you're trying to quit something, just like if a, an alcoholic is trying to quit drinking, you gotta stop going to the liquor store, stop right. going to the bar, stop going to places where the alcohol mm-hmm. is. So if you're trying to stop this, you know, pornography unfollow don't go to blogs or certain things are going to have half naked ladies and you could even see movies like you can watch shows that are on tv yeah for sure and there's stuff that could be on tv that literally can you know get the things going where you get your mind moving so you got to really guard your mind and your heart during this this time and always protect yourself and sean and myself we kind of came out of out of that whole lifestyle because our thing was more like just sleeping with as many girls as possible and, uh, you know, when we weren't walking with God and then through that, when girls went around, we, you know, would watch pornography and your mind just starts getting twisted mm-hmm. and the progression of any sin, it progresses and it gets gnarlier and gnarlier and you become a slave, a slave to sin, whether it be lying, cheating on your wife or, you know, uh, anger or um, porn or whatever it is. But my suggestion and, well, first of all, let's just say what Jesus said, and I'm going to quote the same verse that I always quote, is that Jesus says, if you want to be my disciple, you got to turn from your selfish ways. you got to pick up your cross and follow me. Yes. And I'll say it over and over, and that mm. is the key to our Christian walk. you got to literally turn from your body appetites, your selfish ways, because your selfish ways, your body appetites, right. is what your your body is is lusting after. you got to turn from that. And, you know, I would like to ask this kid, you know, where are you watching pornography? And I could say with you know 199% accuracy, I would say it's on your phone because right. that's where most of it's done. Right. Um, if you keep struggling with it, then disconnect the I internet on your phone. That. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's not enough to just, depending on how big of an addiction it is, 
Yes. But realistically, it's not enough to just unfollow people. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Because it's still there. Yes. You can still access it. Even if you're not following anything, you can still access it. So to me, it's like you have no internet at your house. You have no internet on your phone. And if you need to go do something with work with internet, you go to Starbucks. And I mean, I know you can watch it in Starbucks, but still, you know mm-hmm. that you could mm-hmm. potentially have people watching you see what you're watching. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Until accountability goes yes. somewhere where exactly it's all about denying self. It is because in your mind, the enemy is like, you're strong. You got uh-huh. this. You don't right. need to turn off your internet. You're cool. Mm-hmm. Right. But then 11 o'clock in the morning comes around 12 o'clock in the morning when nothing good happens. Exactly. Yep. And you're by yourself and you got your phone and you got your internet. Yep. I mean, can you make the iPhone a dumb phone? Can you make smartphones, dumb phones? Can uh, you disconnect the internet? Yeah. Yeah, you sure. can. You just so don't you could, pay. Like you don't pay that. Like, so it could yeah. just be like, just make it calls. Exactly. I think that the the main thing is always identifying what the issue is. And the issue behind it is the the root of sin. Our flesh is weak and the spiritual warfare that is connected with it. Because we were talking about addiction, you know, sex addiction and and porn addiction, drug addiction. All these things kind of go in that same category. It starts owning you and you become a slave to it. You know, the scripture that Ryan was saying, I'm glad that he brought it up because he has brought it up a lot when it comes to this denial of self. But there's an, another verse that kind of complements it as well, and it's w- very simple, and it's in the Old Testament. It's in Psalms. Psalm 101.3, it says the same thing. It's like a determination. I will set nothing wicked before my eyes. Mm. I will set nothing wicked before my eyes. It's like making a de- determination. I'm not le- letting any more filth come into my, my my eyes because when it goes into my eyes, it goes into my heart. Jesus right. said the same thing. If your eye is good, your whole body is going to be full of light. Exactly. But if your eye is bad, oh, man, the darkness that can come in is great. And we do live in a sex-strength society, things that are feeding the flesh. And when something is fed a lot, guess what happens? It wants to have more of it. You right. know, just like when somebody starts getting high. They don't just say, oh, it was cool getting high that one time. They they're chasing a high. Right. And then it gets more and more. I just uh, pulled this up. Romans 12 talks about living as a sacrifice, a living sacrifice mm-hmm. to God. Because the more important thing is how if you love God, you're, you want to live for him. You right. want to present your body as a living sacrifice. It's not about a bunch of rules and regulations. Right. Can I do this? Can I do that? What can I do and still get into the pearly gates. You know right, what I mean? Right, right, right. The, the goal is you want the power of the Holy Spirit in your life, and you want to live as a living sacrifice. And this is what Paul writes in Romans 12. It says, And so, dear brothers and sisters, he's talking to men and women, I plead with you to give your bodies to God because all he has done for you. Let them be a living and holy sacrifice, the kind he will find acceptable. Mm-hmm. This is truly the way to worship God, worship him. Don't copy the behaviors and the customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know God. Uh, then you will learn to know God's will for your life, which is good and pleasing and perfect. Awesome. Then you will know the will right. that God has for your life. Instead of living your whole life, like James says, like the double-minded man right. going to and fro, fighting with struggling your whole life and not really truly surrendering your life. Surrender your life, present it as a living sacrifice, and then you, that is the way you worship God, and then you will find out what he has for your life. It's dying to self, basically. One, one, somebody just um, commented on, the, on this uh, live stream that said, when, when the sin is exposed, then Satan has no power over it any, anymore. 
confession of sin, transparency right. before God, because Satan, I remember hearing, reading this book before, and it says that when you start walking with the Lord and walking in the light, man, it's an amazing feeling. There's transparency. Right. You don't have to cover your tracks anymore. But what Satan wants you to do, he wants you to start walking back in the darkness a little bit, covering your tracks, you know, and uh, maybe it's lying and maybe it is kind of looking at porn just a little bit. And then you feel this guilt and the right. shame because he's enslaving you. Exactly. But confession of sin, like that's the other thing. S- Satan can beat us up so bad and lead people into condemnation and don't feel like they can overcome uh, this particular addiction. Um, and a lot of times we make our Christian life with all these rules and regulations and we have this vision, of we have this idea of God looking down from the clouds just waiting for us to mess up and then zap us and we're done. But that's not the heart of God. He he bears, he's long-suffering with us, and he can help us in the issues that we're going through. If you're tuning in right now, this is Live with Ryan Reese. We are going to be taking your phone calls and other comments that have come through. We were just talking about uh, one of the uh, write-in listeners talking about a porn problem at a young age, and maybe you're dealing with something that you want us to address on the air, whether it's uh, suicidal or drug addiction or maybe a relationship problem, whatever it might be. Call in. We'd love to speak to you. You can call in at 888-564-6173. Again, 888-564-6173. Maybe you're a a believer and you want to be a missionary in Africa and you Mm -hmm. need some encouragement. Call in. Mm -hmm. Every voice matters. Anyone. We want to hear from you. Maybe you have an encouraging story. Who knows? Give us a call. We love you guys. That's why we're out here on Saturday night. All right, cool. Well, I'm going to go ahead and take this call right here. Um, William. William, how you doing, sir? Hey, man. Uh, not too bad. I, I, I love you guys. I <laughs> love the show, and, and you guys are like my heroes, man. I, I watch you guys all the time, all the time. Oh, that's awesome, man. Where are you calling from tonight? I'm calling from uh, Missouri, uh, uh, Richland, Missouri. It's a little small, uh, small hick town in Missouri. It's small. <laughs> are you watching it live? On, are you watching it live on Ryan's website? No, I'm not. Uh, I try getting on the on the radio, and I try looking it up on the radio. And out here, it's Fox. Uh-huh. I think uh, where you guys are at, okay. K Wave, but uh, here yes. it's Fox. Perfect. Right on. That's right cool. On. Cool, man. Well, hey, what's your question tonight? Thank you for uh, for listening, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, you guys are awesome. You you guys are like my heroes, man. I watch you guys all the time, and 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 I idolize you guys like I really do. Um, th- my question tonight is, um, I, I was I, I grew up in the truth. Uh, you know, I grew up in the Word and 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 everything like that. So I you know I am a believer, and I do know what it takes. Um, but my question tonight is, I, I do pretty good for a while. And it's almost like I can't stay rooted uh, mm-hmm. for very long. Um, and I do real good, you know, um, staying away from the alcohol and the drugs and um, things like that. But, uh, you know, it's like the spirit. Uh, it's like the, the fle- living in the flesh and living in the spirit. You know, it kind of works like a light switch. Yeah. It's, right. it's either on or it's off. And uh, my struggle is, is mostly with, with pornography, which, mm. would be, which would be the fleshly realm. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, that's uh, that's what a we big. Were talking about. We, we literally, uh, <laughs> we literally were just talking about that. And oh, really? uh, you want to you want to address this this one? Well, you know, as we were just talking right now, we were talking about how the enemy so easily wants us to walk in darkness, and that's what you're talking about. Start walking with the Lord, and then just a little bit 
of, um, you know, maybe you're dabbling with the porn stuff a, a little bit, and then you feel this guilt and this shame. You don't feel right before God, and then your relationship with God becomes a grind, you know. That, many people go through that. How do you overcome it? Submitting to the Lord, you know, confessing your sin before the Lord and ask, asking Him to give you strength in these things. Um, confession of sin, I, I believe, you know, leads you to freedom that is found in Christ. There are weaknesses that all of us face. And the reality of it is we live in a crazy time. And what Satan does, we, Ryan was kind of alluding to it a little bit ago. You know, sex is it was created by God to bring two people closer together. There are beautiful girls all across this world for sure. And the enemy likes to use their beauty and turn it into perverted. Mm-hmm. Um, and you got to understand that it's a war that's taken place, man. And you're in a battle. It can be conquered in the Lord. And you can you need to trust him daily in your life. And he'll be able to. But you got to continue getting up and walking forward. You don't continue going into the same stuff over and over again because there's just no freedom in it. William, I have a question for you. Yes, ma'am. Do you have like a group of Christian friends that you hang out with or that you can talk to or that you can get some prayer or support from? Um, uh, really, I mean, I, 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 I watch the show so much, uh-huh. so I, I kind of consider, um, you know, like I kind of consider uh, Ryan and, and Sean like my 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 spiritual friends. Right. I really do. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, uh huh. And. So, but I mean, as far as like like the out in on the outside world, uh-huh. um, no, not really. I'm I'm kind of a loner, right? Um, you know, I'm a nice guy, a pretty cool guy, <laughs> but I'm kind of a loner. Uh-huh. Hey, you know what we're gonna do, William? We're gonna get your number. We're gonna put you on hold. We're gonna get your number. We're gonna find a friend that lives close to you, and uh, we're gonna have them reach out to you, uh, just to kind of uh, be available. You have someone to call. Someone that you can stay connected with you to right. pray with you. We'll find someone. I mean, we have friends out there in Missouri in that area. Is that cool? That is awesome. Sounds good. Okay. Right. Hey, yeah. for some reason, if I'm going to put you on hold for some reason, if it gets disconnected, shoot me a DM on Instagram. Are you on Instagram? No, man. All right. Uh, I'm just, you have I email? I just decided to call tonight. Uh, okay. <laughs> hey, if we get disconnected, just call back mm-hmm. and give us your number. And then we're going to track you down after the uh, the show, okay? Okay, man, that sounds great. All awesome. right, man. Hey, I want to give you a little word of encouragement from Jesus. John John 15 says this, Remain in me, and I will remain in you, for a branch cannot produce fruit if it is served from the vine, and you cannot be fruitful unless you remain in me. Yes, I am the vine, and you are the branches. Those who remain in me, and I in them, will produce much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. Keep your eyes on Jesus. Stay plugged into the vine, and he will He will come in, and he will transform you. He will re- renew your mind. He'll start breaking those addictions. He'll send the Holy Spirit into your life, and it's a force from heaven that will literally push out everything that is unholy in your life, Con- your porn addiction and anything else that you're struggling with. God loves you. He has a plan for you, and there's grace and mercy. Cool? Awesome. Dude, that is awesome, man. I appreciate that so much. That's, that's the best thing I've heard all day. <laughs> Don't worry, man. You're just the fact that you're struggling with that stuff. There's, there's, you're one of millions of people exactly. around the world. You're not alone. Believe me. Hey, there's not a day that goes by when thoughts come into my mind and my own old porn and all that. It's a, it's a war. We're in a war to stay on the right track. But thank God we have the the Paracletus, which is the Holy Ghost, 
to come alongside and help us, man. You're not alone. We love you, okay? Stay on the line, all right, buddy? I love you too, man. Uh, Ryan, Sean, thank you guys so much. You've changed my life. Uh, I love you, man. Take care. I love you too. If you're tuning in right now, this is Live with Ryan Reese. You're taking your phone calls. You know, a lot of calls are coming in, and we're going to try to get to as many as possible. But continue to call in, 888-564-6173. Again, 888-564-6173. I do want to drop a note for those that follow us and, and follow the Whosoever's as well. The Whosoever's are able to do so many things. There's so much product. Go to whosoever's.com. All the product goes right back into the, the mission of what the Whosoever's do. Um, right now, Ryan's been doing the, the Kill the Noise tours, which has been amazing. But another way that you can join and partner arms with the Whosoever movement, you can join the monthly giving program for as little as $10 a month. You can make a big impact um, on doing these school tours. So go to whosoever's.com. Also, Ryan just uh, compiled a six-disc collection. Uh, it has, I think, five of um, CD studies that he had d- done that are very impactful, powerful, and also his uh, DVD of his I Am Second that many people have seen. But these are just great tools, great things to kind of build you up in your walk with the Lord. So check it out. You can go to Ryan's w- website at ryan-reese.com. And then one last one. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, we had his wife, Crystal, in studio. She released a book kind of um, depicting, inspired by what they went through of um, having triplets called Adventure on the Stormy Sea. And you can get that at ryan-reese.com as well. Yes. And maybe you're going, wait, there's a DVD. I got some comment on a social media, and somebody goes, yeah. a DVD? Why DVD? Like, you know, like, everyone's right. on yeah, iTunes. Yeah, exactly. Well, the reason why you have a DVD is because when you're witnessing to someone, you can't just give them an iTunes. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's always good to have that. It's, it's old school, but that's hands-on. Sometimes I'll be witnessing to someone. I got a bunch of CDs and DVDs in the back of my car, and right. depending on... What the Lord leads me to give that person, I just give it to them. And then when they find a DVD player yep. somewhere, yep. <laughs> exactly. sure at their house, they're going to watch it. But if not, what do you say? Go look it up on iTunes. How many what? times has someone told you to look up something and you didn't do it? I mean, seriously. All the time. Yeah. Yep. Don't exactly. tell me to do it because I won't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> give me a DVD. Exactly. <laughs> That's right. It is true. All right, cool. Here's another question. We're going to go ahead and take Rebecca. Rebecca, you're on live with Ryan Reese. How you doing tonight? Hey, how are you guys? Where are you calling from? Uh, Maryland. Wow. Right on. Where, how are you tuning in to us? Online or on the airwaves? On the internet. Nice. nice. Cool. So what's your yeah. question tonight? So, um... Wait a minute. Is this Rebecca 33? It is. Oh, <laughs> finally. <laughs> I saw that you guys were going live, and I was like, "Hold up, I'm not doing anything. I should call in." Right, exactly. Go. Well, I, we got we got your uh, you, your your direct message, but it's better to take it on the air, exactly. Personally, yeah. Thank you. Um, but I well, my my question is kind of different. But how old are you, first of all? I'm 15. Okay, cool. What's up? So I've I've um been walking with the Lord for a while now, but uh. I have, like, my own testimony and all that stuff, but Mm -hmm. I just recently, like, a month ago, started finding out, like, who Jesus was and reading the Bible and, you know, becoming a true, strong Christian, I would say. Awesome. Um, And that was through you guys, so I can say thank you for that. Thank (laughs) you, Jesus. Um, But I wanted to know, you know, like, when you uh, become that way, it's so easy to see how much the world is messed up mm-hmm. and how much the enemy, the enemy intervenes. And mm-hmm. I wanted to know, like, 
since I was in such a dark place before and I got out of it, it's like I have all these friends who are like in these dark places. Have we talked to you before? Yeah. Okay, so we heard. Okay, so I remember I, we heard your story. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. So now tonight the question is: Thank you for calling back too. We, this is what the show's for. So thank t- you guys. So now, okay. So what was your question? I was just, I was thinking. <laughs> I thought that I was like putting it all together. Okay, it's all good. Got He's it. got it now, so you can well, go. Ahead. You remember me? <laughs> I do. Um, but it's just these friends who are in dark places, yeah. and you don't, you know, you don't want to be one to push your religion onto other people, but you also want to help them. Yeah. Right. Right. And, it, you know, you can only help them so much, and when you get out of that, it's like, I don't want to drop them, but I also don't want them to be dragging me down if you're in, like, a fragile part of your yeah. relationship mm-hmm. with God, you know? Yes. Right. Yes. Because you don't want to let any of the darkness in for even more spiritual war- warfare to come at you, mm-hmm. even though it'll happen anyways, but... Yep, yep. So well, you, I was wondering if you had any advice on what to do there. So your question is kind of like, how do you have like the balance? Like you want to reach out to your friends, have a connection with them, but at the same time, you don't want to get mm-hmm. infected by some influence that might mess you up. Right. You want me to say some something? Of them are yeah. just, yes. Okay. We'll, like... we'll go back. <laughs> this is a yeah. This is a big question. No, this is, this, really this is yeah. a really cool question. So, um, well, I know when I gave my life to the Lord, I I basically had to. Uh, kind of step back from everything because i mean i believe mm-hmm. that you were in some pretty dark stuff as well but mine was like drugs and alcohol and these things so when i found the lord i had to step back and right. i needed to discover who jesus was and not only that um my whole person my ego and everything was wrapped up in my de- my identity was basically uh my my i'm ryan reese i i manage one of the top skateboard teams in the world i'm working with mm-hmm. some of the biggest rock stars in the world we're we're doing we're 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 rubbing shoulders with the who's who's we are the who who's we're doing we're doing big things so I had this like identity in the world but then when I gave my life to Jesus Christ he had to take me on a mission to strip all that and show me who I was mm-hmm. in him which the old Ryan that guy was a freaking idiot compared right. to like now the Ryan who is in Jesus Christ. Like Jesus is Lord of my life. He is number one. I am nothing without him. Mm-hmm. Just like that scripture I just read in John, John, I can do nothing without him. But, um, God had to teach me who I was and he had to show me, um, how to, how to communicate with my friends because the last thing people want to hear is like, Oh, I mean, I'm just going to use me. Oh, Ryan doing all this cocaine and, strippers and this and that and drinking every day and going crazy. Now, oh, he found Jesus. And now, now I need Jesus just because he found Jesus. Right. Like, what is he going to come preaching mm-hmm. and beating everyone over the head with, with the Bible and turning everyone away? Because that's basically what happens to a lot of people. Right. So what I did was I just kind of took a back seat and I just decided to sit with Jesus. I was going to church seven days a week, six days a week, learning who he was. And then God had to start showing me who I was in him. And then... As I started learning and just kind of seeing what God was doing in my life, then I started taking baby steps and kind of just hanging out with my friends. And um, it took probably like to share with my immediate friends, like my my good friends that I used to go crazy with. It took mm-hmm. years. It right. took years because I think I think what had to happen is I think that they had to see that it was real. Mm-hmm. Because right. it's – I mean I could get – I mean how many people get sober – and they're sober for like six months, and they're like, "Well, I'm a Christian. I'm this and that." And then right. all of a sudden, they all be- they go right back to where they were. 
Right. I, I think that I want to sit back and let my friends see that it was real. And then mm-hmm. I think my friends started asking questions because they saw the change in my life. Right. You know, exactly. my friends, like what my problem was is because I've been through a lot, mm-hmm. like growing up my whole life. So I was really used to that negativity. Mm-hmm. So that was, that's what um, the enemy was feeding off of me. And um, my friends, they believe in it. They believe in it a lot, but the thing is that the enemy, like, has a hold of them so badly that they, like, they don't even want to budge when it comes to God. And they'll ask me, like, how are you so lucky? How did you get over that so quickly? And I'm like, I'm not lucky. Like, yeah. I'm blessed, you know? Yeah. It's like right. God working in my life. And it's it's not easy, you know, well, when, you're, when, when God you're not, starts cleaning you out. Yeah, when, right. you're not, when, you're not a, when you're not a believer, you're, you're blinded. You're, you're spiritually mm-hmm. blinded to... God. That's why they look at you and they're like, I don't get it. How'd you do this? Just like my friends are looking at me going, wait, you never went to rehab. You never did anything. And you were right. like sober, like the next day. Right. Exactly. How did that happen? And I'm like, God, they're like, yeah, cool. God, like what? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, they, they think they, I don't know what they think, but they're not, they're not getting it that there is the power of God. It says that Jesus was sent, They sent uh, the Holy spirit is the power from heaven that baptizes us and transforms our life and you will never see that or believe it or or actually not believe it but yeah. you will never encounter that until you believe that Jesus Christ is the son of God by faith and that he died on the cross and he was raised on the third day and by believing that then he will send his holy spirit and he will forgive you of your sins after you repent and then you will have that power in your life we're going to continue on that question and these other calls when we get back from the break in two minutes more live with Ryan Race coming up. Everything all right? Sure. Call now, 1-888-564-6173. Or post your questions using the hashtag LiveRyanReese on his Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook. Uh, I think I speak for the entire administration when I say whoop de doo Now, back to Live with Ryan Reese. Don't say what I warn you. Loud noises! Well... I think Rebecca dropped the call, but we'll just yes. continue talking. She was uh, basically saying right before the break on she came out of some darkness. Sounds like she was wrapped up in um, a lot of negativity and, and crazy stuff. But uh, she found God and she discovered who Jesus was, that he is the Messiah. And now she's talking about how to reach your friends. And before the break, I was saying that it, I had to, like, step back from the, the world I was in because I was, you know, I was in the music industry, skating industry, drugs and alcohol porn, porn stars, the whole deal. And then I find Jesus and I don't find Jesus and go back and try and reach my friends because I just came out of that. Right. Like there's no way I would have not survived. I had to like step back, find out who my identity was in Christ and let God work and start removing stuff. And then after he removed stuff out of my life and showed me who I was through him, then I started going back to, to, you know, to hang out. With my friends right. in different places. The yeah. crazy thing is, is that when I came to the Lord, I was in high school, and I remember like trying to. I thought, oh, like you know, some people, oh, I accepted the Lord, I'm good, like I've got His power in me, the Holy Spirit. And I remember going to this party, and everyone was doing coke, and I'm like, oh, so I start doing coke, and then I see a Bible, and I start reading the Bible to everybody. No, as you I did not. Coke. I've I've been at one of those parties before. <laughs> you know, and I'm like, and then all of a sudden, it like dawned on me, like, what the heck? 
And then from that point on, I knew I can't go there. I can't go there. And so what I do, I did like Ryan. I saturated myself in the word and I was at church six days a week. Seriously. Because I knew that if I didn't do that, that I wouldn't survive. Like there's no way that I could have been strong enough to move forward without doing that. And I think that's the thing. It's like you have to separate yourself for a time, not forever, but for a time to build that strength up to be able to go back and not be tempted by the things that you used to do. Do you guys think that you could find the Lord, a relationship with God, come out of the world and go right back and save all your friends? When you look at there's a lot of different people like pastors and guys that have been walking with God a long time, and all of a sudden you hear about them ending up in a sketchy situation, people that are in the Word right, of God all the right. time, it's like the enemy's smart. Heck yeah. He will sift you. Yep. He's, he, he has your number, and he's coming for you, and it has to be you have to have a true relationship with God. And I know when I go out, because I'm in the world a lot. Like that, That's my call is to be out right. there. And I'm prayed up. I'm read up. And I'm like, God, just go before me today as I go out there. Exactly. And Because um, it's, it's a war. Yeah. And it's a balance that you have to have, too. Yeah. Yes. You have to look at it like because the downfall could be is when you isolate yourself so much that you don't have any connection or any influence in people's lives. Right. But in the beginning, yes, there is a time of preparation. I think one of the clearest examples, probably a guy that was used by the Lord greater than anybody in the New Testament, is Paul. And this guy had a gnarly background. His thing was throwing Christians into prison and everything. And God radically changed his life. Right. Um, but it says this. Let me show you what, it, what he says. It says, but when it pleased God who separated me from my mother's womb and called me through his grace to reveal his son in me, that I might preach him among the Gentiles, I did not immediately confer with flesh and blood. Mm. I had time where I was set apart where I was hearing God's voice. He had, he got a connection with some of the disciples, but he, his big ministry didn't take place till a few years later, actually. Right. And then, I mean, look at the influence because a, a little common thing that you see in scripture, you must receive, then you can give. Right. And the same thing with like, if you're a Bible teacher, like Ryan or myself or whatever, when you teach, and I know Melinda teaches too on, with the girls, it's like, you have to receive to be able to communicate. You have to understand grace to teach about grace. You've got right. to understand about God's love to teach about God's love mm-hmm. and salvation and, and grasp it, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, I came to the Lord. I was the only friend that, that my close friends that was starting to walk with the Lord. And I was coming out of a dark scene as well. Um, but what I would do after a while, because I miss my, my friends. They're like my mm-hmm. family, like my brothers. So I would a lot of time meet up with them for lunch, like kind of like on a neutral ground. You know, right. I'm not going to the club or anything like that yeah. or going to the bars and stuff. But the, I, I would also see after a while, like the power of your testimony. Mm-hmm. As time went on, years, two years, three exactly. years, four years, I can't tell you how many friends over the years have shown up randomly at the church to see me at the office broken. And they just know that I'm walking with God. They're mm-hmm. messing. They're, they're getting they're struggling. And they know where they can turn. Right. So you're saying it's not you don't have to go out and preach and yeah. beat people no. over the head. No. It's just love. Being how, there. How would being you want to be treated? Exactly. I don't want anyone to preaching to me. No. I mean, how, I remember being in Huntington Beach back in the day, coming out of the bars and like people are trying to throw you tracks and everything. You're just throwing them across yeah. and throw them on the ground. Like, you know, I understand like the the heart that's there, but I wasn't listening. Right. Yeah. Some people get reached through there. They it do. does. But it's, I know what you're saying. It, the, the common person doesn't want to be preached to. So that scripture says, wise as a serpent, gentle as a dove. Yeah. 
it's you got to be led. It's basically you got to be led by the Holy Spirit right. to figure it out. Sometimes, I mean, I I preach, you know, at certain areas, but when I'm with, when I'm just hanging out, eating dinner, it's like I don't want someone coming in my living room preaching to me. Right. Right. You know what I mean? It's yeah. it's you got to pray for open doors. Exactly. If someone says something that will strike a conversation, like I was just literally in a conversation the other day, um, and uh, I was just with you know people that don't that aren't believers, atheists, and different things, mm-hmm. and uh, you know they. They asked it a question, and that was the doorway for me to share my faith and who Jesus was without preaching. And right. then once I got done answering the question, I stopped, and then we moved on. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, it, wasn't it wasn't like, like you were oh, great. Them. Now they asked me. Now, <laughs> yeah. now I'm gonna just I'm gonna just preach them to death. Right. It's just little bits here and there. That's right. And you hear about stories where someone will say a verse in a sentence to someone, and then uh-huh. that person goes home and he's laying in bed and he's like, "What did he say? What did he mean yeah. by by this? You know, right. whosoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved." And like the Holy Spirit will like literally like, like haunt people in their bed, exactly. <laughs> like, and they'll keep hearing that verse over mm-hmm. and over. So you know. Just don't push. Don't if God gives you an inch, don't take a yard. Right. With with people, sometimes it is just that I, I tell people this. Sometimes you're just dropping like nuggets of truth. Sometimes. Seeds, exactly. Seeds, just a little bit. Just but a little seriously, bit. Seriously, it's more about people watching your life too. Because you know what? Yeah, it's like that witness that you're being to them. Because you know, we all say things that you know at times we shouldn't say, or you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Like we always don't say the right things. But if someone can watch your life and see where you came from to where you are today in the Lord. It's like, that is like the hugest witness. It's like, you know what? Don't talk to me. Show me. You know what I'm yep. saying? Cause you can talk all day long, but that doesn't mean that that's what your life is going to reflect. Don't you know? talk about it. Be about exactly. it. And a lot of people talk about it. They aren't even about it. Right. Exactly. <laughs> and, and one of the great ways for this, that connection, and we're talking about a question that came in. How, how do I have a balance of like walking with the Lord, not getting infected by some maybe bad influence, but also, you know, keeping in connection. One of the best things is prayer and trusting in the exactly. Holy Spirit. But one thing that Ryan's dad used to tell us all the time is when he came to the Lord, he just wrote down the names of all his friends, like over 30 friends that were close to him. The crazy thing is, fast forward to today, most of those guys have come to the Lord. At least seven or eight of them are pastors and a part of ministry. It's a pretty crazy thing. And it was something that we did as well in some ways, you know, writing down a couple of people's names, like meeting up with them, talking to them, having that connection. When somebody comes to your mind sometimes, a friend that you grew up with, maybe it's just sending them a text really quick. And it's, I'm not saying you send them a Bible verse, maybe sometimes, but other times just checking up, yeah. saying what's up, what, connection. What is that verse? Have faith as a mustard seed and you could say Move mountains. Mountain. Mm-hmm. Move mountains. And those mountains right. are those those mountains in our life, those those situations. Maybe, you know, back to this girl, Rebecca, she feels like there's like a mountain in the way spiritually where there's a mountain in the way with her and her friend and her friend finding God. But you know what? Have faith as a mustard seed. Pray. Because yes. prayer changes things, and that mountain will be moved, and God will open up, will take the scales off, you know, the eyes, exactly. the ears, so they can see and they can receive receive God. We're going to keep continuing these questions. The numbers is 888-564-6173, 888-564-6173. You're listening to Live with Ryan Reese. I have Sean McKeon and Melinda Reese in studio, and every voice matters. We want to hear from you. This guy called in last week, um, something about the Gothard Tunnel. This has to do with, like, um, CERN. It's in Switzerland. Um, It's a big question. I don't – 
Martha, I got to do my homework on this thing. I know about CERN. I've done my homework on that whole deal. But I'm going to have to – I saw the ritual that they did. It was pretty demonic uh, for the Gothenburg Tunnel, and all the world leaders came together. I know about it, but I don't know much. I'm going to do my homework over this week, and I'll get back to you next week, and we can maybe uh, take that question, you guys. We should sure. do right. our homework okay. on that. Um, let's go ahead and take this question right here from Newport. Hello. You're listening live with Ryan Reese. Who is this? This is Brennan. What's up, Brennan? What's your question tonight? Hey, so I had a question. I, I just, I, I've been uh, in the last two years all over the place, meaning um, apartment, living to back to mom and dad's house. I'm 27 now, but my, my question is, how do you, I mean, instill 100% in the word? I mean, I've been in and out um, for some time now, going to Calvary Chapel, Costa Mesa, um, where Chuck Smith was teaching great ministry um, over there. And I just was curious. And the times of, like, darkness where one is, like, thinking in themselves, you know, kind of had a long day at work, and then you come home, you do it again, do it again, you wake up the next morning, like, the the faith, but then also, like, the, the courage to keep moving, you know what I mean? Like, it just, lately, I feel like I just keep hitting a, a wall. Yeah. You know, it's it's funny that you say this. I was, um, I, I taught a study the other day on Thursday morning off of Second uh, Corinthians chapter 5. Um, because, and my, my title was, um, knowing your destination, mm. um, that changes everything because you were just giving the example, like working every day, dealing with bills, you know, you know, we, we, we got to remember like, this is not our home and what is our destination? Just as anything, if you want to succeed in anything, you have to have goals, right? Right. And for us as believers, the destination is the goal and that is heaven. Um, but in this life, we are going to have pain. We are going to have sorrow. Um, coming into the house of the Lord is a place where perspective can change. And one thing that Paul says, and I would encourage you to read it in chapter 4 of Second Corinthians and chapter 5, the ministry, the, the verse that God gave me when I came into the ministry was this, Therefore we do not lose heart, even though our outward man is perishing, yet the inward man is being renewed day by day. For our light affliction, which is but for a moment, is working for us a far more and exceedingly eternal weight of glory. While we do not look at the things which are seen, but the things that are not seen, for the things which are seen are temporary, but the things which are not seen are eternal. I'll break it down very simple like this. Satan wants you to get overwhelmed with temporary circumstances. That's what you're talking about right now. Hmm. The, the Lord wants you to focus on the eternal. The Bible says, set your mind on things above and not on things of the earth. Jesus would even say in his own words, and Ryan was talking about this, before he went to the cross, he's meeting with his disciples who he loved, and they were common men, fishermen. You know, they had the, the Last Supper. He washed their feet, and then he's looking at them, and he says, let not your heart be troubled. Mm-hmm. When do you say not be troubled to somebody? When they're troubled, when they have right. fear. And the disciples had fear. Jesus would say, I don't want you to be fearful. Look, I'm going to prepare a place for you that where I am going, you're going to be there also in my father's house are many mansions. And he would go on in this amazing dialogue by saying, I'm going to send the Holy Spirit. You're not going to be alone. He will lead, guide, and direct you into all truth. And I believe that is the key. Focusing on eternity, focusing on the plan that God has for your life, understanding Jesus would go on to say after he's talking about the Holy Spirit of a reality of this. There is trouble. Right. You're going to have trouble. In John sixteen thirty three, he says, be of good cheer 
When you go through tribulation in this world, you're going to have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. It's getting your eyes off the temporary, Mm -hmm. which is the things that you see around, and focusing on the eternal. Perspective matters. It changes everything. Brennan, I would encourage you to just really pray and ask the Lord where he would want you to get involved to serve. Because when you are doing God's work, then all the mundane stuff that we have to do, which is work and pay bills and all that, that all goes away because we have this eternal purpose because we're serving in an area where God has called us to serve. So we're doing his work. So I encourage you to do that. Absolutely. And, you know, when you wake up in the morning, I'll just say one last piece. When you wake up in the morning, say, God, uh, open doors. Let me just show me different things that you want me to do. Right. And he'll literally he'll bring people to you to witness to. And I mean, you'll, you'll see like the supernatural happening right in the natural realm, right in front of you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I notice that wow. when I say those prayers and so something so simple, I'll be showering, getting ready. I'm like, God, open doorways today, you know, for me to, to speak to people. And then there's a doorway that always opens with mm-hmm. some random conversation, whether it be at Starbucks, parking lot, backstage, right, anywhere, <laughs> it, office, <laughs> gas station. It just happens. All right. Love Bye. you, brother. Take it easy. Thanks, Thanks for calling, Thank brother. Yeah. Appreciate it. No problem. Okay. Cool. So um, there's a question. I'm not going to take, I'm going to take this, but I'm not going to take it on the air. Okay. It says, I'm a new believer. How do I know what pastors I should listen to? Well, don't listen to motivational pastors. <laughs> listen to pastors. There's a lot of those guys out there. They look, they look very hip, yes. but they're motivational pastors. And it's, uh, you need the gospel. You need Bible teaching pastors. Find out a guy that, um, I mean, we were from the Calvary Chapel movement. Um, you could go to Calvary Chapel. What is it? CalvaryChapel.com. Mm-hmm. There's Calvary Chapel Association. Right. A lot of Calvary Chapel stuff going on out there that uh, you could find good Bible teaching. And uh, you want to just go to where they teach the, through the Bible so you can get the gospel because it is the word of God that will, that will transform you. No motivational pastors, like motivational speaking, uh, these sermons, those don't change you. They're going to get all pumped up. You're going to be all high on life. You're going to go out. It's like the cotton go, candy thing. Exactly. Yeah, you're going to go right back to your sin. I know a lot of these people. I've talked to several people that go see these motivational pastors, these hip pastors uh-huh. that are out there right now. And I know them personally. And right. I look at these guys and I'm going, and I'm not judging. No, no, no. Right. But I'm just like, these guys, these people don't have that connection with the Holy Spirit. They're, they're living in sin. Mm-hmm. I clearly can see it. And there's no, tra- right. there's no change in their life. Yeah. But they're they're hearing good motivational speakers, which does nothing. Teaching the Word, teaching the Bible, it's the thing that sustains life. If you want to grow spiritually, it's reading the Bible by yourself. Mm -hmm. It's, you know, listening, audio library, um, listening to it through an audio way is a great way as well. All those things will give you strength. But sitting under a, a man that is able to teach the Word of God, understand that teaching and pastoring, it is a gift of the Holy Spirit. And when somebody has a gift, of the Holy Spirit, it does something. It builds you up. It strengthens mm-hmm. you in your walk with the Lord. Right. So you want to make sure that person's called, that he's teaching the Word of God, that there's humility, uh, I believe, very important, coming from the pulpit as well. Um, and I think those are, you know, good barometers. And then, you know, some guys we just connect with. You know, sometimes exactly. it's just a pastor that people connect with. You know, people love, love Chuck Smith. I love Chuck Smith. Ryan had a hard time in the beginning because he talks so slow. But then after a while, he saw the depth and he loved them. Mm-hmm. A lot of people love Ryan's dad because he, he preaches with power, with fire a lot of times. And they, they need that. They, they need that, that strong voice exactly. as well. And there's other people that they, they like to connect with different people. So. 
Got a lot yeah. of people to choose from. That's for Jay from South Carolina. Thank you for calling in. Um, we're going to go ahead and take Grayson. Grayson, you're on live with Ryan Reese. I have Sean McKeon and Melinda in studio. What's your question tonight? Um, thank you so much for taking my call. Um, I had a question about what you had just stated about um, a believer needing sort of a, or a new believer um, requiring a certain individualized um, separation protocol um, for a period of time. And when I converted to Christianity, um, I actually was with um, Calvary Chapel. Um, right now I'm actually with Pastor um, Chet Lowe at his church cool. yeah, mm-hmm. down here in Aliso Viejo. Um, this guy comes on for you guys. Yeah. Um, and I have never been told that I needed to go through a separation protocol before. Mm-hmm. So I want to know what are the guidelines for having that set up? It sounds like things okay, well, individualized. I would say, okay, so we're talking about a particular lifestyle. So where we came from, probably not where you came from, but we came from the rock and roll industry where there was a lot of uh, drug-induced cocaine uh, stripper parties and um, a lot of crazy stuff. So for us... When when I found the Lord, I had to separate because all my friends are doing cocaine and there's strippers and all the stuff going on around us. So for me, I had to literally separate to find out who Jesus was. I needed him to work in my life. But most most common people don't really come out of that lifestyle. So we were more talking towards that lifestyle um, because the, you know, being addicted to drugs and alcohol and sex and all this stuff. It's like you can't be around that because you'll go right back to that. So for people that are in those lifestyles that are dealing with addiction, there has to be a separation to uh, let God work in their life and um, not to go to those parties. Now, I did hang out with certain people, certain one of my friends that skated. I'd go skate the park or go skate street or go surf. But I wouldn't be meeting them at these parties after late night where all this other stuff was happening. Right. Because obviously that's um, it's just a situation exactly. you want to be in. Exactly. For sure. You got yeah. anything to say, Sean? No, I think um, as we were talking about, I think Ryan kind of nailed on the head, Grace. I, I know you've called in a, a few times over the time, so it's good to hear from you again. Um, as, far, as far as it goes with guidelines, it's not really guidelines. It's just being led by the God's Spirit. You know, the examples of um, being separated for the, by, the, by the Lord for preparation for what he has for you is a good thing. And when it's time to, to connect, you connect. You can't leave the world. You know, one thing that I was thinking about was in 1 Corinthians where um, uh, Paul is talking to a church that was kind of spiritual but also very carnal. And he was correcting them in a lot of their areas. Um, but one thing that he brought up was a, a key thing because this is where some people get in the place where they're isolated from everything. They don't talk to anybody in the world. Right. And it says this. I wrote in 1 Corinthians 5, 9, I wrote to you in my epistle not to keep company with sexually immoral people. Yet I certainly did not mean with the sexually immoral people of this world or with covetous or extortioners or idolaters. Since then, you would need to go out of the world. And he was basically talking about the believers in the church that are compromising and they're not really walking with God. He's saying, talk to them, like deal with that situation. But the outside, understand, you're going to be shoulder to shoulder with people. People work with people. Go to school with people. You don't completely separate yourself in a way of like you never talk to them right, again. Exactly. You, 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 let your, you let your light shine, but you need to have you that don't balance. Go, right. Yeah, you don't go to where... The wild stuff's happen, and, right. and when I'm talking about my lifestyle, I mean, you know, Grayson's right. his life could it's, we're two different people. Right, I don't know right. his deal, but for me, I couldn't go to these certain 
night events. Right. But during I'm the there day with the day. Yeah. The day events with these guys. I mean, exactly. Jesus is the perfect example. I mean, look at Jesus. I mean, he was hanging out with the tax collectors. Right. Where the religious people were going, why is he hanging out with such scum? And now here Jesus is. I mean, he's breaking bread. I mean, this is like a radical thing that he's doing. Right. Hanging out with these people in their house and these tax collectors. You know, I like to look at that story like these tax collectors were like the guys of Wolves of Wall Street. You know, these guys were ripping off people. Right. You know, they're obviously drunkards and whatever. I mean, the, the religious people said these are the scum of the earth, basically. Mm-hmm. So they were pretty bad dudes, right? And here Jesus is hanging out with them. Right. And that was controversial back then. Oh, heck yeah. So I think after we do get our heads screwed on straight, we right. find out who Jesus Christ is, we find out our identity in Christ, then we need to go back to those people where God has called you, to your friends, and, and I'm, you know, I'm talking to the people right. in there with the radical environments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I think that the, what Ryan said is key. It's like you have to be in tune with the Lord and what he's called you to do. Like you can't just go out and be like, okay, like I'm strong in the Lord. I'm just going to go do whatever. It's like where is the Lord calling you to go? Is he really calling you to go back to those people? Because he might not be. He might be just calling you to pray for them mm-hmm. and yeah. that he has something else for you. So you have to be in tune with the Holy Spirit and know where he's leading and guiding you and not stepping out because that's what you want to do, but stepping out because that's what God's called you to do. You know what? That is so true because some people would like to go back, but if they're not called, yeah, it's going to get ugly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And we have a lot of friends, a lot of soldiers that we've lost yeah. to people that have, have gone back that tried reaching their friends and they just got caught up. Mm-hmm. So it's, right. it's it's a call. It's you know what it all. Com- Let's use Jesus as the example. Exactly. You got to be led by the Holy Spirit. Right. Before Jesus started his public ministry, what did he do? He fa- he first he got baptized by the Holy Spirit. Right. Then he said he was led to the to the wilderness where he fasted, fasted and prayed for forty days to get the directions from God. Exactly. Then Satan tempted him. We know the story. And then it says that he was led by the Spirit, and mm-hmm. that's when he started his public ministry. That's right. right. So he knew the call. John the Baptist, John the Baptist left the city, Jerusalem, went out to the wilderness and he waited till he got the marching orders from God. Right. Spent time with him. Paul, too. Same Mm -hmm. thing. Then when God called him, then he went and he started his public ministry. Same with Paul and John the Baptist and Jesus. If you stay where God is calling you, you stay in the wheel well that God has gifted you, you're going to be okay. You know, me and Ryan have talked about this before. We have friends like in Vegas and Annie and those people, like their call is to deal, you know, with the sex trafficking and, and a lot of the, the porn conventions and stuff. Yep. But guys coming from that background, putting myself in the midst of, you know, sharing. You're with not the going stories. there. No, I, I, <laughs> I'm not going there. I'm not going there. I shouldn't be there for sure. Right. You nope. know, I'm not putting my hand to the fire that I might be burned, you know. The, mm-hmm. The, you have to know where God is leading you and calling you. Exactly. And like Ryan said, it is by the Holy Spirit. Yep. Well, you know what? Hey, thank you, Grayson, for giving us that call from Aliso Viejo, AV represent. That's right. <laughs> I love that skate park there. I just blew my knee out. Got to get knee surgery exactly. at that skate park in Aliso Viejo. Just, uh, just a reminder, guys, as well, go to thewhosoevers.com. I know that there was a, a message earlier about asking about the Kill the Noise shirts. They're still going on. You can still get more info to, to sign up with them. You can purchase products as well that goes right back into the movement and then also they do have the monthly giving program if you want to sign up for that Ryan's CD just came out go to ryan-reese.com and check out all our archives as well we love you guys yep. we'll see you next week, next week. peace This 
has been Live with Ryan Reese. To connect or find out more about Ryan, click on ryan-reese.com. Check us out next Saturday at 9 p.m. for Live with Ryan Reese. If you're hearing this right now, you're probably like, who the heck is this and why are they playing during my favorite podcast? And I get it. I don't want to take up too much of your time, but I do want to introduce myself. My name is Trevor Tyson, and I'm the host of Trevor Talks, where we talk to real people about real topics and real stories. I just want to invite you, if you love podcasts, if you love music, if you love books and love hearing from the people who create it, come check us out at Trevor Talks. Simply go to Google or Life Audio, type in Trevor Talks, and it'll pop on up. Hope you have a great day.